and welcome. We're the Pandemic Professors. With puppies. Coming to you pre-recorded. Using Zoom. 12 miles apart. With face masks at the ready. I'm Dr. Bowers. And I'm Dr. Barfield. And we're here with you now for connection. Comedy. And comfort. Dr. Bowers, have you ever played that game where someone asked you if you could choose any three people to be stranded on a desert island with, who would it be? Yeah. What's that got to do with the pandemic? Well, can you imagine being stuck on a desert island alone for a very long time? Yeah, it sounds awesome. But I bet some people would get lonely. You're right. And that's where the idea of pandemic pod living came from. Pod members don't always move in with each other, but they usually live close by and they need to get along pretty well. But what if you have a family member in a hotspot area? Then that family member may choose to move in with you for a while. This is what Yira and DJ decided to do when the pandemic first broke out in New York City. Yira, can you tell us a little bit about your living situation before COVID-19 and how that changed once the pandemic hit? I was living with my partner who was finishing off his grad school. So he came to join and he's been living here for like half a year before the whole pandemic happened. And my brother, who's from New York, also joined to escape New York. And we thought it was going to be just a couple of months. And then it's continuously happening (laughs) indefinitely. (laughs) And, you know, if he goes away, then we'll have to quarantine ourselves. So we just kind of like didn't let that happen. It's easier if he's just here and we'll just protecting our pod, basically. And how long has your brother DJ been living here with you? He came here like the weekend after our spring break. So like second week-ish of March. So it's been a while. Yeah. I'm Yara's younger brother, and I'm a working professional in in New York City. And due to the nature of my work, I go on business trips almost 90% of the time. So I never had that sense of attachment to my home to begin with. (laughs) And with the onset of pandemic, the culture has really transpired. And why not just come live with my family in peaceful Southern Virginia (laughs) instead of New York? It has been like 180 you know, going on a business trip every week to just staying home, staying with um, my sister and her partner 24-7. So it's been pretty dramatic of a change uh, in terms of lifestyle. DJ, you mentioned being from New York City, but traveling all of the time. And it feels like a 180 to move to rural Southwest Virginia. What has it been like for you to come here? It's been interesting. You know, New York City and Blacksburg, Virginia are different (laughs) in terms of what's accessible, what's around me. I've been visiting my sister since when she was in Michigan. I am very appreciative of this change, different pace, different culture, much more nature, much more stability (laughs) in terms of my mental health. But I don't think I've like grown affection and love (laughs) to this area just yet. But we'll see how it goes for the rest of this year. To add on that, he's been always visiting me because I mentioned we don't have any other family in this country. For him, wherever I am, that's his family home. So he's been regularly visiting wherever I am, whether it's middle of nowhere in Michigan or Blacksburg. So he always used wherever I am literally and figuratively like a resting place, like a vacation away from his busy, bustling life. So what has the change been like for you, Yurai? Do you miss that alone time or do you like having people around? I think a little bit of both, definitely. I mean, I didn't really like long distance with my partner. I think it was good to have him around. 
And then when my brother came, it was also nice because, you know, New York to here is not like super close. So it's not like we were seeing each other every weekend. And we haven't lived together for this amount of time since I was in high school. So I think it was good to have each other actually physically close for this amount of time or almost forcing us to be in the same place. I do need some alone time at times and it's not easily affordable, especially in the beginning of pandemic when we were just too scared to even go out. And with the two kittens, all the doors are open so they can go anywhere. That also limits some privacy, but I think we've managed fine. We're both still alive. We're still in good speaking terms. I think we've been doing pretty well. You mentioned that you haven't lived with each other since high school. Did you all sit down and negotiate the boundaries when DJ moved back from New York or moved in with you from New York? I think I just kind of like told him and he just had to follow. (laughs) That's classic older sister for you. We joke about the fact that this is like her little kingdom and there she's the queen. The two kittens are prince and princess and Kiho and I are just, you know, peasants (laughs) in that kingdom. Um, we can propose rules, but it's more of a top-down announcement of rules. You mentioned that you're far from your family. What has that been like? Oh, so we're really close um, in terms of our family. And I think distance, long history of distance definitely kind of like brought us together or we're not with each other 24-7. Even when he was away, we had our family chat room and we're constantly in touch. But I think my parents definitely feel like million times better that we're together in one place. I think because of the indefinite timeline of when we can ever visit them or them ever coming here to visit us, that makes it a little harder. They were originally going to visit me this summer, like around this time, but obviously that's out the window. But then again, I think that's why living with my brother right now relieves that stress. When was the last time you saw them? Uh, This January. Well, we were lucky because we got out of Korea before it got bad in Korea. Timing kind of worked out. It hasn't been too long, but it will get longer. What are things like for them in Korea right now? Things are definitely much better and manageable there. Korea never had a, like a complete lockdown. Life was a little more normal in Korea compared to here. And things are much more attainable. I don't think toilet papers ever ran out in that country. And masks were distributed fairly for everyone. I don't, I don't think I was ever too worried about my parents. I mean, I, I would worry when they go out. I would worry. But then I think they were definitely more worried about us here. With three of you living together under one roof with two kittens, what is it like during the workday? I think my work schedule and my workday looks a bit different from what you would expect from university professors. I think that in the beginning, it's been a struggle because we've never had that situation. We didn't really have proper workspace to accommodate three people. So we would have to share space in the living room and stuff like that. But now we've gotten a new table. I think it's getting better. It, It has fallen into a routine. DJ, you've got one of the bedrooms and then it sounds like you're sharing the main area and Whoever has the more pressing conference call or the need for a private space, that's when you all share that main area. Mm -hmm. Is that Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And unfortunately, we didn't put the desk in our other bedroom 
So whenever someone is doing important stuff in the living room office area, everyone else kind of has to accommodate and not show up in the camera or not say things out loud. <laughs> so is there a plan for moving out or are you just waiting to see what happens? We're definitely waiting to see, especially with New York, how things go back or don't go back to normal in that city. And of course, his like work situation as well. Yeah, my company officially announced we're not going to open back up at least until after um, Labor Day weekend. And it's likely that business trips and just normal operations won't start until like Q1 of next year. So it's been pretty set that we're going to be working from home. It's just a matter of do I go back to New York or do I stay here? I share an apartment with a roommate whose wife is also living in New York at the moment from Chicago. I think for everyone's benefit, it'd be better off if I just stay here, let my roommate just have the apartment to themselves, and then I just stay here with my sister. But obviously, it, things might change. <laughs> I'll have to feel comfortable sending him off on a plane. And as of now, I don't think it's particularly safe to be on a plane. I wanted to ask both of you, pandemic pod living is a trend, whether we're doing it with different families, with partners, do you have any advice for them as they move forward? In terms of living together, common sense and being very open about rules are the two most important yet most foundational thing, especially if you're living together with not just like a roommate, you're living with your family or someone like significant partner, I think that common sense and that rule setting is especially more important because sometimes you forget that respect is very important. So I think that's a key step for us. We're both adults to your point. So we have common sense as to what to do, what not to do, how to respect each other's privacy and stuff like that. But, you know, it's not bad to sometimes reiterate what we expect from each other. So I think those are my sense of what I would tell people living together in this situation? I think for us, like I said, like I, we haven't really lived together for this extended amount of time for a while, but then we've seen each other and lived each other, even if it's short here and there. So we are used to each other's lifestyle. Is there anything you would change about the situation? I think it happened in the way that it needed to happen. I think it helps that I'm settled down more. It's not like I'm young 20s wanting to go to different places and see different things. I'm, I'm pretty settled down. DJ, is there anything that you would change? The whole decision of me coming down here was quite abrupt with the onset of pandemic, um, especially in New York. Despite the urgency of situation, I wish I had thought about what I needed from my perspective as I was coming to my sister's place. And then I wish there was more conversation before I just came here you know, what I needed, what she needed, some more formalized conversation in terms of how are we going to live together for an extended period of time. But I'm sure back in March, my thought hasn't reached that far. It was just busy packing and coming here. Yeah, it was really dramatic because he definitely escaped before it really spiked up, but we were scared. There was a rumor that in New York City, was, there was going to be a lockdown and they're going to close the border. And I didn't want him to be stuck there alone. I guess he has his roommate, but then in terms of buying groceries and eating, it's just better to have multiple people than just being alone. So I was just really worried. So we were in a hurry to make him come. And of course, we thought that was going to be just a couple of months temporary thing until things die down. 
we didn't expect things to be lasting this long or his, his for his firm to like cancel all traveling or all in-person contact for this long. That definitely took a different turn than we had initially anticipated. It sounds like both of you did the best you possibly could with the information that you had at the time. I really appreciate hearing what life has been like for you then and what life is like for you now. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, when Dr. Barfield mentioned, oh, we're going to have a brother and sister that have been living together for a few months, I I was wondering what we were going to hear, but it sounds like you guys are really supporting each other. And one of the positive things I've seen during this pandemic is support, especially support from family. And it's always good to hear that that is still going on and the times when we most need it. So yeah, I really appreciate you talking with us about it. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. There are many ways to contact us, and we want to hear from you. You can go to our website, pandemicprofessors.wordpress.com, and look for the link that says, click here to leave us a voice message. Or you can email us, pandemicprofessors at gmail.com. Send us an idea for a podcast episode. Drop us a note of encouragement. Or send a shout out to someone you're missing. And we may even put it on the air. Pandemic Professors is a podcast on belonging connection in the midst of the coronavirus hosted by dr west bowers and dr sterling barfield we bring together the community of the new river valley for conversations comedy and comfort